0: what if it wasn't about finding love making money or grinding as hard as possible what if instead the entire journey was dedicated to figuring out who you are welcome to your sacred pattern podcast a logical analytical approach to your spiritual journey and a home to advance your process as a heart-centered leader Here we will cover patterns, purpose, and polarity from the perspective of spiritual beings having a human experience. I am your host, Ellen Tai, a process and mindset architect, dynamic shapeshifter, mirror, and alchemist. Join me as we bridge worlds and dive deep into the bliss of your sacred pattern. Get ready to have your mind blown. We're back after having to pause the podcast. See, three months ago, four months ago, four and a half months ago, I had to pause my podcast. And I did so very intentionally. When I hired my business coach, I knew that this winter, this quarter was going to be entirely dedicated to business development and learning how to build more systems in my business that felt really foundational and safe. And I teach the idea that concentrating your energy reserves is going to help you get the most return back, but it's also going to reserve your energy so that you have energy for everything else in your life. And I knew that something had to go and my beloved podcast, I had to put her on pause, but I knew I was coming back and here I am. It's finally time and it feels so good. So, so good to be here. This episode is going to talk a little bit about what I learned in the last four months, what I learned working with my business coach, where I'm at today, and Yep. I think that's it. (laughs) This one I'm trying out where I'm really just channeling a little bit more. I didn't feel like I needed a script or anything like that or bullet points. Sometimes I use bullet points if it's informational, but this one didn't need that. So a little backstory. At the beginning of August, I went through a breakup. And we decided to separate our relationship. And it was actually very turbulent and what felt like emotionally volatile. (laughs) And there was still so much love there. So I went through a proper grieving process that lasted probably about two or three months. And in that breakup, It was clear to me that when you grieve a breakup, you're not just grieving the end of a relationship. You're grieving all the ended relationships, all the times you felt like your needs weren't met, all the times that somebody abandoned you, um, or all the times that somebody got too close to you and you didn't know what to do. And... It also feels like you're grieving the death of a person. I know that that sounds severe, but in that moment when you're lost in those tears and that sadness, it feels like that person is gone because they're gone from your life and you have to force a boundary to not speak to each other when when it's necessary. So we did that and I hired a business coach at the same time because no chill. (laughs) But also, I think I talked about this, August, I had a month where I didn't really bring in much income. And as an entrepreneur, you're going to have months that are out of this world crazy. And you're also going to have months that are like, you're just paying rent. (laughs) And I had that. And part of the reason I had that is because I was giving all of my attention to this relationship and just trying to make it survive. And I stopped focusing on my business. So the results of that was August, not having any results. And it was the push that I needed to hire this business coach that I started working with. And people ask me, how do you know that he was the right business coach? Great question. I knew that I needed a coach. I knew that I had met the level that I was able to get to with the resources I had and my own knowledge. And it was time to experience something that would be a level up. And months ago, earlier in the year, I hired a business coach and I told her, I said, I want to review contracts. I want to do pricing strategy, marketing strategy, and business development. She was like, absolutely. That sounds great. She had corporate experience and coaching experience. And I was like, great, this is a fit. We got on the call and she's like, okay, what do you want to talk about today? (laughs) And I realized it was not going to be a fit. So we ended up parting ways very lovingly, but she realized that she may have oversold what she was able to do. And I realized that, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a difference between what coaches offer and it was a learning experience. But at the end of the day, I knew in my heart that I really wanted somebody who was going to look at my contracts or look at my social media posts, um, listen to the way that I shared a pitch with somebody and give me feedback on it. And but I kind of just let it go. I knew I I put up what I wanted. I let it go. And right after, like days after the breakup, I get a DM and it's from this guy. And he's asking just a basic question like, hi, how are you? Whatever. And at first I was not going to respond, but then I looked at his profile and I saw we had mutual friends and um, that he did some life and business coaching. And I was like, okay, like I'll give it a shot. And so we got on a connect call and his energy was so calming and so grounding. And I knew he was going to be able to do the things that I talked about because I asked him, but that combination of the grounded energy and the actual practical strategy parts that we were going to get, I ended up signing pretty much on the call. And it was the largest investment I've ever made. I felt a full body fuck yeah for it but it was an edge it was a hard edge because i didn't even have all that money like i had just had a, a harder month and as an entrepreneur you know you like make a lot of money but you also reinvest it constantly reinvesting it back to get bigger and better and stronger and all that but i had enough to make the first like one and a half payments and so i was like i'm just going to figure it out and I did it and it scared the hell out of me and I was really excited, but it also brought me to this deep level of scarcity and I was already going through the grieving of my breakup. So I was really getting hit hard in October, all of August, all of September, I to say. Um, And that lesson for me is two parts. One is take the scary leaps of faith as an entrepreneur. Trust that you are strong enough to have your back The other one would be, are you willing to lose everything? Are you willing to lose everything so that you can have everything? And the third one is, you know, in an ideal world, don't make investments beyond your living expenses because... (laughs) Because it's really hard to embody the magic of what you do, to stay present and focused, to manifest if you're into manifesting. It's really hard to be in the frequency and vibration of what you want to call in when you are grieving and when you are in a scarcity mindset, not knowing if your basic resources are going to be met. And but I got through it. I got through those couple of months and I budgeted. I told my friends, I was like, Hey, I love you. Please don't invite me to anything that costs money right now. I'm on a really tight budget, making these investments for the next three months. Um, I stopped eating out really. I got really good at just cooking my own food and making it all work. And these are such valuable lessons. These are valuable lessons that I'm going to take with me forever. Honestly, if I become a millionaire, these are the same lessons I'm going to be taking with me is You don't need much. You do and you don't. Anywho, so um, in September, I had a run-in with my ex, and it brought up all the stuff, all the stuff, and so I was a mess. It was actually the first time that I experienced rage, and I was alone, so rage by myself, but it was rage, and it was coming through my body, and it was actually a very exciting experience because I am I used to be like a typical people pleaser, and one of the common things for people pleasers is they don 't feel sad or they don't get angry, they get sad, so I would just get go straight to sadness because i didn 't find anger an acceptable response um But throughout this year, I've been learning sacred anger and sacred anger is so healthy and nothing that we need to be ashamed of. In fact, it's so necessary to not suppress that anger. I live by the rule that your anger is not to be not like a hot potato to be tossed to somebody else. It's not good to be projected onto somebody else. It's good for you to experience and explore on your own to get yourself to a pretty regulated state. And then if you want to have a calm conversation with whomever, that's a good time to do it. And I went through about 10 different tools. I have a large toolkit that I have for emotional regulation. And I actually, I would like to do a podcast all on emotional regulation because I have a lot of um, tips that are kind of out of the box that have helped me. And so I used all of my tools, which there is also an Instagram post. If you want to find that, it's like a picture. It's a video of me on fire. You can't miss it. (laughs) So I got through that, but I called my close girlfriend, who is also an incredible tarot card reader, and I had done a cord cutting with her before, but I was like, hey, emergency, I need to do a cord cutting. Like, it's time. I wasn't ready to do this before, but it's time. I need to do it. And she's like, say no more. I'll be there in a couple days. So she came. We had this beautiful ceremony. That was September 28th. And I say that the start of my incredible season of this lifetime was September 28th. Everything from that point forward, when I made the decision that I was not going to move forward in a direction that was not serving me, everything started to shift. Money was coming in. Clients were coming in. My content was getting more and more authentic. Um, I was getting invited to all of these fun things to do. And I, I love doing fun things, but I went through a, a period of time where I just felt like nobody was really inviting me out. Now, I think that's actually very normal. When you are going through your darkness of the soul and your awakening process, I feel like God specifically keeps people from you to have you be close to him in that space of silence. And sometimes when you're in that space of feeling pain as well, you're close to him because you're asking for help and you're asking to hear him. And it's in those moments that some of your most brilliant ideas will come through. So if you're in that place, just know it ends and it's all in your favor. So I got invited to a Rufus de Soul concert and I wore the cutest hot pink outfit. I went with my one of my girlfriends, Lo. And a couple of weeks after that, I went to a festival that wasn't even documented. I wore all these cute outfits and I was just with great people, listening to live DJs for two days, camping. It was amazing. And I just felt these these people that I've been meeting lately are so aligned, beautiful souls. And Also not so deep in the work. I think that's another part of it is I was ready to be, to put the shadow work aside, at least the shadow work that I felt like I couldn't approach with emotional regulation. I've been able to approach it now with emotional regulation. And I've I've been feeling incredible, even on the days where I'm processing like childhood little T traumas. um, I still feel incredible. But I went on that festival and the festival was a stretch because remember, I was on a budget. But I know that my magnetism happens when I'm playing, so I was like, "Okay, I'll spend the money on the ticket. I got the ticket, had the greatest time Somewhere along that journey, I had a I had somebody randomly reach out to me on LinkedIn, and they said, "Hi, Ellen. um, you don't know me, but i we have somebody on our team that has experienced some of your work that you did at This other company that I worked with two years ago as a consultant, there were a 30 person marketing team and I cleaned up their whole marketing team. And that was the last enterprise level company that I did. And I was not expecting to receive this, but I'm working with them now. It's a 35 person team and they are incredible. Talk about soul aligned client. They are everything I could ever want. They trust my judgment. They are flexible. They're open to change. Their staff is just, the morale is high. Um, Lots of empowered individuals. And I ended up receiving a four-month contract at the highest price I've ever pitched. I've never pitched this monthly price so high. In fact, I was going to pitch half the price. I got on one call with my business mentor who's different than my business coach. I also have a business mentor that specializes in process and building a conscious business. His name is Sam Chin or Sam Drowshik. If you want to see the podcast, it's a few episodes earlier. So that's a good one to listen to, but he is my uh, business mentor and he talked me through it. And after that call, I doubled my price. I gave the full presentation. I told him everything that I would be able to do and shh, She sat on it for a couple of weeks and then she just accepted it. She didn't negotiate, which is very normal to negotiate these contracts. And she didn't adjust the timing. She just trusted me. And the pricing that I gave is truly in line with the level of work that I'm able to do and the years of experience that I have doing business level, business team organization. And that all happens through ClickUp, but it's a lot more than that. It's really strategizing how marketing teams can flow together based on all the knowledge and experience I've had overseeing so many marketing teams. So it's been very exciting. That big contract came in. I started working with five different coaching clients, all solo line, just incredible people. My business models were getting stronger. My pricing strategy was getting stronger. But the number one, the best gift that I got from working with my business coach is, I don't know if anybody can uh, resonate with this. I'm sure a lot of people can. But when you have a creative a large part of your brain is dedicated to being creative and intuitive. And if you have a, a feminine place in your heart, it is really difficult to niche down. And I would go to events and people would be like, oh, what do you do? And I didn't know what to say. And every single day I would change my Instagram bio because I didn't know what that should say. And every day I was like taking notes on all these fun things that I was seeing and getting inspired by. But I was never able to actually say, who am I? Who do I serve? This is my price point. These are the two products I offer. And that's what we were able to get to with the coaching. Huge, huge wins. That is gold. The quote I once heard is if you can't explain it, good luck selling it. And I was like, fuck, that totally hits because I couldn't, five, five, five. I could not explain it. Um, but now I can. So now I'm doing life and business consulting. And I work with creatives and visionaries, and I specialize in people who have really big ideas, but they don't necessarily know how to execute it. And life feels very chaotic. Boom. Yes, let's go. Um, So I've just been swimming in it. But with this four-month contract, I made a promise commitment with my higher self, my highest power, um, that I, because I had this four-month commitment, my, my, next level of growth was not going to be in business. I'm fine where I'm at right now. I'm good. Um, I feel incredible. I feel great. And what I want instead is to be able to heal from that relationship and not necessarily that relationship with that person, but everything that that relationship represented and all of the trauma bonding that I was so attracted to in that relationship and taking the time to sit with certified professionals who could help me understand my childhood and help me understand why I was calling in that person. Because while I have resistance, um, And while I still have things that I hold on my heart that aren't fully integrated because we're we're (laughs) mid-process, that man was my greatest teacher. And we were totally contracted to be together, to be each other's mirrors, to bring out the ugliest, darkest things in each other, as well as the most loving, light, godly parts of ourselves, and to be able to see that in each other's reflections. Very twin flame-like. So the... What I will say is that as of September 28th, I have felt a level of emotional regulation like I've never felt. I mean, every day, I would say 90% of of every month, I am happy. Why? Because I finally have my life in a place where I have the best girlfriends. I fucking love you if you're listening to this. (laughs) They're empowering, they're values driven. Um, we're able to talk about our goals and the things that are happening in our life. And we resonate with each other because we're on the same path and I love supporting them. The work that I've done on myself has strengthened the bond I have with each of my family members. What a gift. I understand my business and where it's at right now and the direction that I'm going. I have a clear mission. I feel very clear on my purpose. I love the clients I'm working with, which means I'm getting clearer and clearer on my magnetic, authentic attraction for people because the right people who share values with me are coming into the field and nothing else. That's a huge goal. And I haven't been doing any kind of dating or anything like that, but that will be on the horizon because I do want to explore that other side of myself, but baby steps, And I don't know, just I started working with a therapist and a shaman at the same time, and I see them both every week. (laughs) And I feel incredibly blessed that I found good people that get it, that can reflect back to me what I'm not seeing. And every day that I do a session, it's such rapid growth. And I think it's because I've had so much of this come up to the surface. I just didn't know how to scrape the top, but I've had so much of this come up to the surface that I was ready to make peace with it. I'm ready to let it go. And I've been waking up feeling like this new woman who's empowered to use her voice and to be fully surrendered in her feminine energy, to be magnetic, to work less. Um, It's funny because I have the process consulting, which is 60 hours a month, and then I have the five coaching clients now, four. And I feel like I have more time, more energy, more money than I ever had before. I'm going to sit in this bliss. I will sit in this bliss. I don't need to add anymore. I don't need to go have another achievement right now. And that's the lesson is like there are people who every time they achieve the goal, they just raise the bar higher. And that's great, but it's a very masculine trait to do. If you don't have set specific KPIs and metrics for what qualifies as success for you, when will you stop? Right? The male body and brain are more geared for that. I mean, they can hunt for days on end, right? They're built for that. Not really women. And it's it's very exhausting to the nervous system and the body and it puts the body and the nervous system to the side. like it doesn't matter. It's like, I don't care that you're tired, keep pushing. And of course, in the entrepreneur world, you're going to go through seasons where you push a little bit. But when you're at a place where you get to make a conscious decision like, hey, can you chill for a bit? Can you actually focus on the shadow work that's truly going to bring in the magnetism? Running a business is not all practical strategy. That's why I'm very, very specific about bringing in practical strategy, spiritual concepts, and mindset emotional work. Because all three are necessary to achieve success. For me, success means that I'm going to be rich in money, energy, love, and time at once. Anytime that I'm equally balanced in those, I feel great. Is that going to be that all the time? No, there's going to be seasons where you need to focus on other things. That's totally normal. But when you know what your baseline is for money, energy, love, and time and what success means to you, you can always come back to equilibrium. And by the way, being rich in money, being rich in time, being rich in physical energy and being rich in love, that is your baseline. Somebody may feel rich with $50. Somebody may feel rich with $5 million. It's all your baseline. It's all how you see money. And what else? What else should I share with you today? What else wants to come through? Hmm. Oh, yes, the last one. I also made a conscious decision in this last four months to unfollow anybody that was that I felt was influential on Instagram or anything like that that only talked about money being the goal. And I was it, it was beautiful to see myself be like, yeah, that's not me, that's not the path I'm going. Um, I believe in having a mission and having a purpose and if, if your business is an extension of that, beautiful, that's great. And money can absolutely be the goal. Money is for sure a goal for me. But taking into consideration other things that come into play, it's not just money. You have to be doing your shadow work. You have to be playing. (laughs) You have to be listening to God. And you have to have practical systems for your customers to land. But anything around emotional manipulation, manipulation strategies, tactics to convince your client to buy, um, it works, but it's just not for me. I want to work with people who really, really want to work with me. They know they want to work with me. I, I offer an affordable price point. And so it's a fit or it's not a fit. But it didn't really feel good for me to be out there hustling or in the DMs or, or following up a bunch of times like, no, I'm good. I don't want that. So the two resources that I really love and recommend, actually four. George Cal. He teaches authentic marketing. And I did a podcast with him if you want to go earlier in the episodes and listen to it. The other one is Marketing for Hippies. He teaches all about authentic, conscious, um, transparent ways to share your business without price gouging or needing to be aggressive or convincing people. It's all extremely spiritual, in my opinion. And then the third one is Juliet Tang. I've been really interested in her work right now, as well as Martine DeLuna. I think that you can type any of those four names into Instagram and see who I'm talking about. But the last two that I mentioned, they are all about living living a life and having a business that is God-led through healing the masculine within yourself, within your world. When you heal the masculine, you're able to have a thriving business and you're coming from a place of authenticity. So that is all of the blessings that I received in this season of life. It was chock full. Oh, my goodness. I feel absolutely incredible. I've never felt this good and I'm simmering in it. I'm marinating in it. I'm letting it all come because life has four seasons and there will be another season in time where it's time to go back to the soil and planting seeds and planting seeds and planting seeds and then being patient and letting all the crops rise up. And that is the season of life because we are nature. But for now, I am letting this be expansion, connection, safety, fun, and simmering. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please send me suggestions. If you have suggestions, I love to hear from you. And I hope you have the most magical holiday break and the end of this year. Love you.